Hey, this is Sam Duke. And this is Tell McHale. And I'm Joe Duke. We are here to check on you. You good, bruh? This is a safe space for men to express their emotions. We are here to bring a new and different definition of manhood, one topic at a time. We want to help create a new generation of men that are emotionally aware in order to improve these relationships. I know I'm trying to get good. I know I'm trying to get good. What about you? You You good, good, bruh? Hey yo, it's your boy Sam Duke. Hey, it's your boy Tim McHale. And this is another episode of You Good, Good Bruh, bro. man. Welcome. We got a treat for y'all today. We yeah, have it's a, a treat re- for us. It's a treat for us. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Yeah. It's, it's both a treat for me and McHale and for y'all because we have our, our our homeboys with us, man. These are some these are some them dudes that we're really, really close to went to college with. Uh mm-hmm. I'll let them introduce themselves. Uh, my boy Josh. This is Josh. What's up, y'all? Good to be here today. And this my homeboy. <laughs> my, and my homeboy Warren. Hello, my name is Warren. But yeah, man. Look, y'all, look. First of all, before we start, if y'all have anything I want to promote, anything I want to say, anything y'all do, you know, you know, put it out it's there. Great time to yeah, do it. Yeah, it's a great time to do it. People are listening. If you want, have anything you want to promote. You man, know, I'm, so. I'm just happy out here uh, coaching, man. That's been my passion lately, and I'm just happy out here making a difference in these kids' life, man. That's just What's something I'm coach? happy about. What's your coaching? Coaching high school, uh, 707, in an enrichment program right now called Football Hotbed, and it's one of those platforms where helping the kids get scholarships, especially from you know inner-city neighborhoods who ain't really got nothing going for them or their coaches ain't helping. Right, right. So really been promoting it, really been helping these kids, so. Super that's excited about oh, that. That's dope. Yeah, that is dope. Yeah, that's dope. We gotta come back. We gotta talk yeah, about that. Yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right. Uh, because I know this podcast may get me in trouble today, I'm going to endorse <laughs> <laughs> my beautiful girlfriend's business a company entitled Accelerate. Uh, they teach courses on Power BI, Excel, SQL, anything in the data analytical field. She can assist you. They have wonderful trainers there that will get you to the next level. Looks oh. good on a resume. Hey. And if you're thinking about transitioning your career, this would be a be- a great benefit to you. It's so, called Accelerate? Yes. yes. Mm. You need to get hey, on this. Yeah, I know, right? Hey, man, look. That, that was a real good, good plug for your girl. I wish uh-huh. I could do that. <laughs> right. Too. You know, as, Smart just, man. As well as you just did, man. <laughs> hey, man, look. They, my, both of my boys wanted to come on the show. Uh, we actually drinking. So this I, is an episode. This is not an episode of Drink Champs. No, this is not an episode <laughs> of Drink Champs. But I, just, but I did want to take it there. I did. I did want to uh, go ahead and take our shot real quick. Uh, we, we're drinking on what is this, Josh? Um, it's a Jamaican. It's a Jamaican rum. My mom was like, she didn't want it, so she gave it to me. Oh, okay. Well, uh, so just a little Jamaican rum. I know. All right, all right, all right, all right. Man, that's tough. <laughs> Pop the back of your ear. I know, right? Uh huh. I, I ain't like I used to be. Uh-uh. Nah, <laughs> but, I'm washed. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> you. We are doing a topic today, man. I'm really excited about it. I'm really excited that I was able to get my niggas here. Yes, sir. <laughs> niggas in the building, man. And and a boy Warren put the topic on the table, and so I I I I want to talk, and we want to talk about being reformed but not just you know you know not reformed in the sense of you know the church but reformed in the sense of you know when we were younger since we we all met in college yeah you know, we were, the process we, to become the wholesome. process mm-hmm. to become yeah yeah the process to become wholesome there you go uh we all went to college and we were all just you know kids doing kid things and enjoying the the yeah <laughs> the yeah. beauties of <laughs> the, sowing the, the, our sowing royal, royal oats. oats out here. Yeah, there you go, sowing our royal oats. But, <laughs> but yeah, so it, Warren brought this topic to the table, man. Being reformed hoes. Mm. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hashtag reformed hoes. Hashtag, Hashtag reformed, reformed hoes. Can and, we just? And, can I just say? Can we just acknowledge the admission? Oh yeah, big. That's big time. You know, and mm-hmm. and that's and that's that's one thing I do want to go ahead and just say, man. I appreciate you for always putting down and putting on for the reform hoes, and just saying, hey, look, it's okay. Your past is your past. Yeah. And, and I think, but a lot of people have issues with that. You know, the 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 people having the past and the the type of past that people have. You know what I'm saying? I mean. Yeah. I, well, let me just say this about Warren, like, and, and then I want you to definitely kind of dive into it. But what I know about him is that he says 
what people want to say or they are thinking <laughs> in the way that they are thinking and may not say it. And so the the fact that he is just that transparent is is a testament to how mature he sees the situation for what it is. You know what I mean? And, and I really embrace that. I love that. So with that being said, be your authentic self. I don't have to say that, but I'm saying just just hey, put it out there. Put it out man. there. We 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 really want to have this conversation about like what what we were doing back then, you know, because I'm gonna include myself in. I feel right. like you and, know, the, we, and the steps that it, we, yeah, we took, took, yeah, to they, get they, away from that. Or, or, I mean, to be honest, and I say this, and then we can go into the topic. With me, it's always been a thing of being able to look yourself in the mirror because if you're not honest with yourself. You can't look in the mirror, or when you look in the mirror, you don't like what you see. Now, right. mind you, mm -hmm. I'm far from perfect. I make mistakes, but there are times to where, as I feel, we as people run from who we really are and run from our past to a point that when we look in the mirror, we don't even recognize who we are. So when you yeah. embrace your past, you embrace your mistakes, hell, you embrace you know your prog progressions in life. You're able to look in the mirror and be happy with what you see because you can see you stepping up each level as opposed to oh man i did this back in the day i don't want anybody to ever know about that yeah nah, that's yeah, a part yeah. of who you are yeah that's true that's that's the, that's the truth and and but in becoming who you are especially when you're talking about going to college i feel like that is where everybody takes that yeah. step mm -hmm. into understanding or trying to become you know who who they are and you know i know for me when i first stepped you know my 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 foot on Kennesaw State's <laughs> beautiful campus, and anybody who's known me a, a while will tell you, I broke up with my girlfriend. I was I had a girlfriend coming into college. I believe it. And you know she was on like she was she was I mean she was cool she was cute you know but she was a headache you know and I got to Kennesaw right and I see all these girls they wearing these booty shorts and mm. you know. And then, you know, back then I had a flip phone, you know, because it was, it was oh, 07. Yeah, 07. Yeah, 07, <laughs> I had a flip phone. What you phone. had? Uh, I, I had the, actually I had a sidekick. Ooh. So it was like a, you know, it was like a, a swirly kick. It was like a side, it was like a swirly <laughs> kick. I mean, swirly flip or whatever. But, you know, so I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing these girls, they in short shorts, you know, he just moved in. You see all these beautiful women. And then my girl called me and she's like, yeah. You know, arguing about some bullshit. I don't know. You didn't call me in. Da, 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 da. And I walked into like a party that was going on in like the RA room. It was like a welcome party. And I just saw these beautiful women. And I hung up on my girl. And I never picked up again. Mm. Beautiful mm. black women, by Be the way. Be beautiful black women, yes. Beautiful black women. But what I'm saying to you is at that moment, I knew the hoe was born. <laughs> <laughs> The hoe inside of me birthed had been birthed, <laughs> and I had to explore, you know. And so I think that that's where I was at with it. It was just like for me, it was like, hey, it's just a lot here. There's something that I've been never been exposed to, yeah. and I was I was unleashed. Like well, I'm not in my parents' house. I got my own space, and these women are here. I'm I walked into a room full of women. You ready to cut up? Yeah, I'm mm -hmm. ready to cut up. And so like at the at the end of the day, man, I I started acting a fool. And I, I don't know about you guys. When did you guys hit your, you know, your eye snap? I'm I'm there. So at first I went to Troy. And Troy was one of those, like, I was never on campus anyway. I was always leaving to go to other schools. But in between going to Troy, I was always, always visiting Kennesaw State anyway. So I was like, let me go ahead and transfer back. So I started going to Kennesaw, and it became one of those, like, there was, like you said, 2009, you was already there for two years. 2009, the girls had started turning up. Boy. So it was one of those, like, I think it just, it got wild even before I became the bros. So many different women, ones that lived off campus, ones that lived on campus. It just became crazy during that time. I uh, mean, I, I think it was, uh, I want to say it was cultural because you can't hold by yourself. No. You know, mm -hmm. so I think yeah. it was just the climate. You know, Sam walked into a room full of women. While his switch got turned on, Somebody else had to have the light on as well, uh -huh. you know, for him to even participate. So that's I think I, I don't know if it's a, a individual thing or if it's something that's kind of promoted, society, you know, societal based type of deal. Because my personal belief is that everybody has a whole stage. Yeah, you know that's what I mean. True. Like you, like you need it, it though. Yeah, yeah you do. Yeah, so <laughs> you kind of 
you had that moment where you just rock out with your cock out, and, yeah. and then you got you got the moments where you just like, you know what? I'm tired of this plastic shit. You know, because yeah. technically it's, it's real plastic. You know, you smash and dead. Yeah. Like, it ain't no ain't connection. No ain't no yeah. real mm-hmm. substance to it. So I think it's, I don't know, because when I, when, damn, when I reflect over my life, my whole stage would have been when I was in, in the music business uh, because I refused to be in a relationship. Mm. And that was before I was at Kennesaw State. And the reason why I refused to be in a relationship is because I saw married women and people that are in relationships doing some unrelationship type yeah. shit. Like chicks married showing up to the studio to smash producers. Oh, and yeah. Like, and at, so at, I was like, I, it ain't going to be me. It ain't going to be not mine. <laughs> it's, it's not mine. <laughs> I, was like, I respect that. And so I was like, and I had, I, you know, you know, I'm married now. So, but then I, I in that life, that, that, that time in my life, I had two good women that I was dealing with. Yeah, you know what I mean. And, yeah, I and noticed the t- he said yeah. two, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, not, not at the same time. That's what I, but the, the point. That's he my said, point. It's like okay. I'm, I'm notoriously monogamous. Yeah. So if I'm with somebody, I don't give a fuck. I'm with them. You yeah. know what I mean? Even though I wouldn't give them the title. I acted like it. You did what I'm yeah, saying. Like I, I lived with one of them. Like we yeah. act like we were married. We wouldn't even boyfriend and girlfriend by title. But I say that to say when I'm not seeing somebody. I'm open to seeing everybody. Everybody. Everybody, <laughs> everybody basically. I'm with it. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, for me, I don't know. I I, I think and I'm gonna I'm gonna pass the pass the rod after this. It's just for me, I feel like we always seek some kind of connection. Ain't nothing like waking up or going to bed with somebody, you know, close that 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 chemical that chemical reaction to having somebody close. Now you may get up the next day and be like, "All right, you gotta get the fuck on." Yeah, but it's just what? <laughs> what is, you sleep with them? Yeah. So the question is, what if if we willing to say get the fuck on? What makes us chase them down to begin with? You know what I mean? You trying to mess me up in my answer? I, <laughs> I, 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 I'm gonna say my answer, then yeah. we can go back there. Yeah. Right. Me personally, when I got to Kennesaw, I ain't got the same experience. You know, I called when I went to Kennesaw. It was like slavery days. Like you seen probably five black women that whole week you were at the school mm, and facts. two of them was cute and then the ones that was cute was talking to the basketball player facts. like oh you knew God. your status oh, oh, that was rough. if you uh, were talking to yeah. a woman that was talking to a basketball player at that time so for me it was my first visit to georgia state oh i hopped off <laughs> like, <laughs> we, we drive down there i hop out the car they they had some type of shuttle uh it's georgia tech now nah, they had some type of shuttle i see at least eight beautiful women stuff off the back bus. to back to back and there were two girls from my city i'm from columbus georgia by the way shout out 706 but two girls that were top notch and i'm like okay i'm looking at them they top notch in the city but i'm seeing them around the girls that were there and i'm like they look just okay compared to these women out here mm. then i go visit my best friend uh britney I go to her room. Now, Brittany's a, a pretty woman. Never seen like that. She's just my sister, but I understand dang, she's dang, pretty. I get it. Yeah. Somebody opens the door. Cold. I'm like, man. So I was like, okay, let me be cool. I need to get to I need to get to my best friend. Somebody sitting on the couch. Cold. Go to Brittany's room. Seeing one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen in my life talking to my best friend. And I'm like, man. Whew. I'm, I'm transferring. I, I had a girlfriend at the time, but the girl that was in there talking to Brittany, I was like, hey, bro, this just ain't going to work out. Yeah, we're going to risk it all right and, now. And, 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 you know, you 18, you can't control yourself like that. Well, I couldn't. You know, some people can. I couldn't. I knew at that point, like, while I'm in college, I wasn't going to be able to have a girlfriend. Like, it, it just wasn't going to be that because I wouldn't even, like you say, knowing yourself, mm. baby, I. <laughs> I, I'm just gonna hurt you. <laughs> I mean, speaking of that, like, how many tough conversations did you have to have with, within within that spectrum? When you talk about you're you're in your prime whole phase and you're you're dealing with different women, and I mean, I know for me, there's, there was some some instances where it's like you would you would pass two or three girls that you've been talking to or with, you know, walking around. For for me. I mean, I had a, I wouldn't even call them necessarily tough conversations. You can ask any girl I talked to back then, it was, 
I'm not getting a girlfriend until I graduate college. Like, school is my girlfriend is what I used to say. I'm married to the school. School is my girlfriend. And another bar I used to give RIP to my guy, but I used to say, I'm not retiring until Kobe Bryant retired from the NBA. Bars. Like, I have, I have girls. No, nah, I have girls that called me when they found out Kobe was retiring. It's like, so what you going to do now? Oh, um, wow. You that quote. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. they remember that. It was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Kobe gone, so you got to be out the, right, you gotta right. be out the game. <laughs> but that, that's, that's me. I know y'all didn't have some. I don't think it was really tough conversations because I never was one to kind of let them know. Like, they would see me with another girl and realize, like, oh, I guess my time is up with this one. So it was one of those, <laughs> wow. like... like <laughs> I never really had those tough conversations. Like, and it is what I was like, it's an awkward moment, but I think like that's why some of them don't like me to this day. Because it was that like the only reason, but <laughs> I mean, what made you not be upfront with it? I don't I just like I mean, were you not aware that you was a hoe? I didn't you yeah, didn't want to accept it? I didn't want to accept it at the time. I thought I was just, you know, being me being young. <laughs> but I didn't really think that it was me being a hoe. It was just me experiencing life. Until afterwards, when a everybody life. a hoe's yeah. life, yeah, that's <laughs> like good. It wasn't until a movie. Yeah, it wasn't until after. It wasn't really until after that everyone started. Oh, you was a hoe. You was a hoe. That I started realizing, like, damn, I was a hoe. I just didn't realize it at the time. Josh, I called you a hoe early, and you just <laughs> we was all in did. Denial. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah. The bro, he was in denial. <laughs> now, I want you to understand if a bro called another bro a hoe, that means you you was a, a hoe. hoe. Yeah, <laughs> like you, Luda. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, Luda. <laughs> So it was one of those, like, I never really had those tough conversations, but we saw a lot that ended up bad because of those situations. Yes. But, yeah, it was just, I was young and dumb. I did, but I will say that you had organizational ramifications. (laughs) Like, you you impacted organizations. Oh, my God. Oh, Lord. Uh, (laughs) They were part of the the, the economy of... Hey, economy man. of the yard, bro. Like, <laughs> That's why I started uh, road tripping li- more. Literally, I mean, just the the the, the way the interactions. <laughs> hey, in the words of Mariah Lynn, my wholeness got deleted. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't no slut talk. My wholeness got deleted. You changed man. You changed man. But but, but but based on what Mikhail said, it's like what he was saying. It's just the 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 tension of the campus sometimes. With with the way yeah, yeah. you know, and, and the, the thing about Kennesaw is, and I mean, just to give you guys some some background, like like Warren said, it wasn't that many black people mm-hmm. you know, nah. during that during the time that we were there, and so it was it was not it was rare that you didn't know who was messing with who, right? You yes, know, what I'm saying? except if if the girls commuted to school and had morning classes, yeah, yeah there's exactly those there's, ones you had to. Yeah, shot I mean, it's a real PWI, yeah, yeah. 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 it's it definitely a real PWI, and at that point, you know, I, I feel like no black people had even discovered the school yet. Mm-hmm. You know, there was it was it was just a pocket of black people, and we was in you know we was creating trouble. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, <laughs> trying to make the best yeah, of the college to make experience, the best yeah. of the experience, but you know, breaking hearts and and other things in in the process. So my thing to y'all is, did y'all ever catch anybody that really, really caught, caught feelings? Like of big, course. Big feelings. Of course. And and let me not just sit up here in front like I was just some type of player. Like it's it's probably two girls that, that caught caught me and my feelings too. So I ain't just gonna put it out here like I was a player. But yeah, there there was something that caught Well one the real one boy. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. real one, boy. So you were cheating on school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. To, to this day, uh like she know who she is. I had one girlfriend while I was in college. It was only for thirty days, but I ain't going front. Her game was on point. She was like one of the coolest, realest women I'd ever talked to in my life. And you know, I asked her to be my girl because she was just so different. But once you, I think reality hit. No, nah, I don't think we did because this was like it was over the summer, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. summer it's, semester. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, just, yeah. I remember the whole summer <laughs> semester. Yeah, like I can't remember if you had posted something. You had said something. I, I probably did reminiscing. Okay, but I don't think we knew each other then. But once, like you said, it was summertime. Well, the summertime. When you, summertime you, with yeah, yeah, hey, hey, like, like, you know, you ain't at campus and stuff like that. Like, oh man, this is alert. But then reality hit like. One, you're going to end up breaking this girl heart, man. So you might as well, like, go ahead and, and cut it loose. And she wanted to try to make it work, but 
you know, I was sharing with them earlier, I know who I was. And if I was in a relationship with anybody, I was going to be out here cheating. I was going to be out here living my life. Like, I wasn't at a point to be selfless. I'm in college. I used to hear from people, you know, saying all the time, these are the best four or five years of your life. Yep. And I was going to take full advantage of that when it came to women. I apologize. I'm a different man now. Well, go ahead. <laughs> all right. Like, disclaimer. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's okay to be a different man now. It's a, it's a, I would it's hope a, that you would. I mean, it's, a, it's a part of natural. The, it's a part of the growth process. And yeah. what, what, what's crazy about it is when, when I, I know for me, when I was in my, in my, in my whole phase, at the end of it, I felt bad. You know, I kind of had like a, it was a little guilt, right? But what I'm, what I'm going to say is as I got older, I just realized like it, to me, it's just more normal than it actually is abnormal for yeah. me. For me. Like you, yeah. you start to realize like, oh shit, that's just a normal thing. Like everybody, like you said, everybody goes through a whole phase. And so, I mean, I don't know about you guys. Did you, was there any and guilt associated with that? I would say, yeah, there was guilt associated later on when I matured because it's like a lot of hearts got broken but it was also like their feelings like that could have been a good friend that I had over the years more so than just in there having sex with her and dogging her and then not breaking things off so I feel like more so it was guilt afterwards because of that was part of that because you were selling dreams? <laughs> Dream selling. <laughs> I, I was selling dreams to a certain extent with some of them, <laughs> but hey, I think it was. Fuck boy shit. <laughs> hey man. Hey, look. everybody sells dreams. Men and women both sell I, dreams. I don't know about that. I don't know. Everybody sells dreams. I'm not on that one. Three, three out of four reformed hoes say dreams. Everybody sells dreams. Selling dreams is a tactic. Right. It's not a tactic. It's one of those like some people like some women sell dreams. And we know they I ain't never met a woman that sold a dream. Right? There's some women out there. No, 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 no. I've nah, met women that sold a dream. I, I, I haven't. Like, well, let me say this. I think some of it, a lot of it has to do with who you are, right? You know what I mean? Like, it's for me, the type of person that I've been in my life, like, I've been, I'm the dude that when I go to a strip club, the dancers want to buy me a drink and tell me their life story. Bro, me too, uh, bro. But that's like, but that's because yeah. I went there for the wings and not for them. But, that's, but no, that's I can't even story. say that the though. I, I, I've right. been there. I've been there for both business and for the business. Yeah, you understand yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and it, it never fails. Like, if mm -hmm. one, if there's thirty strippers on the floor, two of them gonna talk to me, and I may exchange information with them. Like, I remember when I first became a bro. That was. I'm not trying to put shit out there, but like when I would do the little set out or whatever, I knew some people to call. Yeah, yeah. Because mm -hmm. of the Relationship that, those them. relationships that I connected yeah. with it but it was like I never had a situation where I think for me I was authentic like you yeah and and transparent like you were and yeah. so that she didn't have to sell me on nothing I think for me I because you y'all making me think about that shit like I think my transition out of out of ever wanting to do the whole phase ever again is when I realized I was just a piece of meat for her or for her you know what I mean oh. like it where where it was like the shit had been kind of flipped yeah. <laughs> and, and, and she had had a talk with me yeah <laughs> I was like what? really oh, Lord. wait a minute what so, the fuck so, is happening right now you, you mean to tell me she was just like look man like I'm just having fun like we just fucking oh man this ain't gonna this ain't no relationship Whoa. and you know y'all and I was like cool well it happened twice in my lifetime like one of them was a dancer and yeah. and I I feel terrible, but I I'll tell it. I'll tell the story. Like she was a dancer when I met her, and this is when I was still in my whole phase music business phase before yeah. Kennesaw. And we got into an argument. She had fallen off the pole, and she had busted up her knee. And I mean, when I tell you, she busted her fucking knee. Like that that video that's going right yeah. right oh, the yeah, Dallas dancer. Yeah, the Dallas dancer. Yeah, she she broke right. her jaw and kept it. Yeah. Like she she was yeah. a top chick. And she fell off the pole. Somebody forgot. To, she forgot to wipe down the pole at the top. Yeah, busted her knee. But if you don't go to work, or the way it was back then, if you don't go to work, you still got to pay that bar fee if you're on the oh, schedule. Really? And so she was like, "Fucking, I'm not gonna just lose money." And I was like, "Shit, you know, look at your fucking. Ain't, I wouldn't pay for that. I don't want to see no big ass knotted up." Knee, yeah, yeah the knee I'm, you know, what? Not even that. Not, like, oh. <laughs> we had healthcare back then, <laughs> and so she was like, "I knew I should never start fucking you." This is uh, you gonna fall in love? I was like, first of all, I wouldn't fall in love with you because only people, I, women, I fall in love with meet my mom, and I would never introduce you to my mom. Oh, I like mm. how you get down. That dog, <laughs> that shit was dirty though. Yeah, <laughs> and what was fucked up? I didn't say it in private. 
Oh, oh no. shit. So nah, that's that was the fucked up yeah, part about it yeah. because it was like my boys. But, oh, but no. she tried. I saw that she tried to shine tried on me. To, yeah, she tried. So to I had to do something. I had deep. to. Literally, her face just swiped, and she was just like, "Take me home." As she should have. As she should have. <laughs> and on the way home, she didn't speak. Now we lived twenty miles apart. Yeah. So for twenty miles, all you heard was fucking V one hundred three. Was it the quiet storm? It was the quiet storm. <laughs> <laughs> and and that was like one of the moments where I'm not proud of. The fast forward to the other one, it was just I wasn't I didn't think I was demonstrating like relationship tendencies. But she felt the need to tell me, you know, yeah. after a few set outs, you know, a few yeah. a few few incidents or whatever if you want to call it. She was like, you know, I just want to let you know that this this is all this is. She's like, I like you as a person. I think you're funny. I like I like the sex. Yeah. Uh, but that's all this is going to be. And I didn't even ask why. I just kind of was like, the next day I looked in the mirror, I was like. <laughs> it's hard for us to accept that. Hey, the male ego. That's what I was about to say. Crushed. The male ego. That shit, I wasn't prepared. For, I was prepared to participate, not prepared to be titled mm. as that. You dig what I'm saying? Like it was cool when we were just on the same page, yeah, but I yeah. guess I felt like it was. She put a superior position on it, like yeah. she calling the shots. Mm. Jedi mind trick. Yeah, yeah, Jedi mind trick. My ass. <laughs> and don't, I ain't never fuck with not one other day. Like I used to avoid a call, and I, you know that's hard. But I, I and. <laughs> I guess for me, it's, it's it's weird to hear you say that because I I have heard those things and and I make fun of like my young boys who be like, man, these women out here like they ruthless, they cutthroat, like you know they'll just use you as a piece of meat. And for me back then, because I've had those conversations yeah. where it's just like, hey, it's just gonna be this, and I'm like, bet, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, you know, that way ain't gotta have that upfront like that. Yeah, because yeah, it was mine wasn't like that. Mine was like we kind of slipped into fucking. Yeah. You okay. know what I'm saying? Like it was, it wasn't like a, it wasn't even no no date shit. It was just like, oh, I'm gonna come by the crib and we gonna you know chill out, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Boom, boom, bop. You know, she had a sundress. She had a sundress on. Yeah. It was gonna happen. Mm. And that's what I'm getting at. Like it was. Not that most of my relationships, I kind of fall into the, the act, yeah, yeah. but it was not like a, we have this agreement that on Monday, uh, Tuesday, and Friday, we are fucking between seven and nine. Like, it wasn't yeah. a, a, an agreement. Yeah. It was just something we were doing. And so, I think what happened was, I was like, hey, well, you want to go out, grab something to eat? I was hungry. And I guess she felt like that was me kind of pushing it to yeah. the, relationship. the relationship. Right. Because what we, what we were doing more. was just calling yeah, yeah. each other after the club, where you at, what yeah. you doing. And that kind of shit. But then when I was like, well, nigga, I'm hungry. Yeah. And and she felt the need to, you know, make it known. I I felt some kind of way about this shit. Like I literally stopped I stopped taking a call. If I saw her in public, it was just like this. <laughs> yeah. Like I was like It was I, offended. I, I was offended, yeah, was motherfucker. Like, <laughs> like, how dare <laughs> you? I don't want this dick. Right. And and, and and me, I ain't worth the relationship. Right. right. I'm br- I got brains, motherfucker. I got potential. Well, I Fuck feel like me. I ain't shit. In my <laughs> mind, I'm like, but that's a blessing. Like, <laughs> like, hey man. <laughs> like, damn, like, bro. Hey, bro, that's that's a where do I sign? <laughs> yeah. And then times like this. I prayed for you. I prayed for a moment like you. Thank you, Lord. Hey, these Jesus women got, don't need praise for that one. These women got different reasons why. Like, I was telling Sam a long time ago, my feelings was hurt, and I called him quick. Because, like, I cut my beard. But I did it for charity. <laughs> and the girl texted me right after and was like, don't call me, text me, FaceTime me, none of that. Don't come over my house until you get your beard back. Dang. And I, I was like, I'm a piece of meat to her. I thought it was more than that. Hey, she like a, she like she like my beard. She like an airstrip. Yeah, she don't like it bare. Nah, but <laughs> she like the beard landing strip. <laughs> and I was hurt. So it's one of those like I oh, think yeah. with each woman it's like different reasons or different things that that cause us to be feel like that piece of meat when we probably wanted more. And it was like hard for me at that time. I ain't shit. Cause you know, I'm sorry to cut you off, but <laughs> just going back to when you said, uh, you feel guilty about your, you know, your whole days. And I had this conversation with my girl. We, you know, she got upset at me, but cause we we talked before we started dating right now. And 
I'm still cool with a, a lot of the women that I talked to before because of the honesty to where yeah. it's like, look, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. told you what it I was. Can relate was. To that. I can relate. Like, and at that time when we stopped talking, like, oh, I wanted more, whatever, I thought you would change. They're upset, but they'll come back to me like seven, eight months, a year later, like, you know what? I appreciate you being honest with me because she didn't went out there with a dude who sold her dreams, told her what she wanted to hear, and respected she just the fact that hey, yeah, hey, she yeah. hey, <laughs> me. hey, hey, bro, me and you are the same, yeah. bro. We the same. Yeah, they just respect the fact yeah, that like respect the real. You was honest, like yeah. I mean, you ain't shit, but you you honest about your ain't shit. Yes. I think yes. I think I tried that in the beginning, but it it went about <laughs> the wrong way of trying to be honest. It came off more as an asshole than just being honest of what I wanted. So I think So it's not what you said, it's how you said it? It's how I said it. Yeah. Tone. So <laughs> it's one of those like I like Warren said, it was one of those like I'm I'm married to my books at the time, even though the girl probably saw Warren at a party. It was one of those like <laughs> hello I'm different bitches. With hella different women. But it was one of those, like he was married to the books. I wasn't saying that. I was just like, I'm not looking for a relationship with you. And they took that as disrespect more so than me being honest at the time. Like I didn't see them being that relationship status. So I tell them in the beginning, but they didn't see it as that. So I think that's why I flipped up my ways of, of pursuing women at that time. But not just that. I think sometimes women, I mean, because I know that this has happened to me. Sometimes women will overlook the shit that you said. Like, you'll say, oh, yeah. you know, you'll say, you know, hey, look, I'm not looking for a relationship. And then they think they can fuck you into a relationship. Yeah. Oh, you know yeah. Like, like, and that's dream selling the, on their end. Oh, that, well, that, that, I that's mean, dream selling. We talked about intentions dream, earlier. Hey, man, that's reverse that, dream on, selling. I don't feel like that dream. I feel like that's just a, a, it's cognitive, it's a cognitive dissonance on women's part. Like, they think there's power to pussy. Like, that. Grant, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to say that, that, that a woman's way does not. Or could not possibly. I mean, there have been wars fought over women. Oh yeah, hell in the You know, don't get it. Don't yeah, get it twisted. True. I'm not saying that there isn't power in it, but I don't. I don't feel like there's a a, a selling of it. Like I, I think they just there. They have. It's like the supply and demand. You know, economic. It's just literally here's a supply. There's a demand. Yeah. Come to you know, come get it. Like yeah. I don't. I think women do believe that the power will get us to edge out of that lifestyle like you know you fucking me you fucking her you fucking her the end result is you getting a nut you can just get that nut for me because i'm better and yeah, then that's yeah. when we kind of get into the the career the education does she have kids or does not have kids like all these other all layers other things, yeah. come into play and women compete with each other like i think one of the most honest things i've ever heard a woman say is that they don't dress for men they dress oh, for yeah. each other oh, and yeah. that to me is not because you wait for her to say girl they look good you waiting to know that you you that chick yeah. Oh, you yeah. know, you the one better in the room. You the best, or they say the baddest bitch in the room. Mm -hmm. I, was, I don't use that shit. I think that's I degrading, but <laughs> they did, I, I, but they use it. And so, but you know, I don't really say nigga that much. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, so that's I what I'm do. saying. Like, I don't even. I, I'm trying to get to the place where I speak impeccably. You know, oh, the, for agreements. That's, that's good. Yeah. I, I think, that's what I'm trying to get to. I, think, I ain't there I yet. Think, <laughs> I think that impeccable speech is. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, mine includes the word nigga. Right. <laughs> But that's that's why I don't feel like they sell dreams. I think they they selling dreams to themselves, not to me per se. You know what I mean? Because I don't yeah. think. Uh, can, can I ask you? Women of my dreams. I don't know. I was talking to these astute gentlemen earlier, <laughs> <laughs> and my theory is okay with um, intentions or expectations. Like okay, with men, with certain men, they'll take a woman out on a date, they'll buy her things, and expect sex in return yeah i feel that a lot of women will give you sex and expect you to give them a relationship in return what do you think about that I, i've had that happen both ways i've had a woman uh you know you they say you shouldn't sh you know shit where you sleep and so i was staying in an apartment complex and um i had met over <laughs> yeah uh -huh. you know I, I started smashing the chick that stayed in my building apartment complex building <laughs> Uh, yeah, I know it was bad. Call. Did you watch How to Be a Player before know, you right? did that? Listen, man, when you in Hofo, it, it, it matters not. Engage. And so, uh, you know, after a couple of episodes or whatever, she decided to hit me up for like a, a Louis purse or some shit. I was like, Damn. I was like straight up. She was like, you can't be know. fucking this and not buying me, you know, nice shoes. And I was like, so your pussy is only worth bags and shoes. That's who you are. I was like, yo, get the fuck out of my spot. <laughs> and, you know, 
And later on, she come knocking on the door. I got a roach in my... I said, that ain't my fucking problem. Get that nigga that bought you the bag to kill it. Or use yeah. the bag he gave you to kill yeah. it. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I went I, after I killed a roast. It was cool. I, <laughs> but that was my point. It was like I've had the, that women that expect that if they're giving sex, that they're going to be given Something gifts. Yeah. So it works both ways. Like I, I think there's always, I, I use the phrase economy because I like that because it can be generalized across everything. Mm-hmm. There's an economy for the guy that buys purses. Yeah, there's, some, there's a consumer for that yeah. you know what I mean and vice versa for the woman that expects that that that's why they always say there's somebody for everybody yeah you know what I mean and so I let them have their lane I don't get in their traffic you know what I mean I try not to bring judgment on it I mean that's that was the old me I would have judged you back then but yeah. you know yeah. me professionally trained and all this other shit I've learned how to practice and not and get out of that judgment phase mm-hmm. but real spit it's just there's nothing new under the sun as long as there's been a man, there's been that that exchange. That's yeah. true. That's true. You know what I mean? It's just it may look different today because we got more shit mm-hmm. to yeah. point mm-hmm. to. But if we was on the plane, I was giving this chick a rock and she was giving me some ass. Like yeah. you oh, know? <laughs> we know the oldest bitch. Right, right, right. right. It's well, the oldest damn okay. in the world. Okay, well look, fellas. Since we talk, we all we we've, we've hit the whole phase, okay? But all the men sitting here, we're all in relationships right now. So what was that transition like? Like, what was what caused the transition? You know, to being, you know, from I mean, because Josh married, Mikael married, Warren about to be married, then I'm married. So, what was that transition like? What made you transition? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna start Go just so I can get it out the way. You gonna blow us out the water with your uh, answer, man? That's what. Nah, I'm not. I did though. Honestly. I mean, I don't think I ever had the question posed that way, but the first thing that came to my mind was my life was boring. It was mundane. And and I mean that in, in a in a truest sense, like you wake up, wash your ass, you go to work, pay a bill, go to the club, pick up a chick, go home, smash, eat some food late night, get up next day. Smash. Smash. Yeah. <laughs> Watch up. Like, on repeat. Rinse and repeat. Rinse you know, and repeat. You know what's Rinse funny? It's like, I knew the next step. It's <laughs> 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 going through that. I was like, next step. So, right. you know, in, in the book of life, there's Mikhail. I was like, fuck, man, this can't be. I need a new chapter. Like I, like I said, I've always been a serial monogamous, really. So I've always longed for a partner, like partner. Like, I would travel. i go to Miami, hang out mm-hmm. with my boys. or, mm-hmm. But I, I was... You know, that was when social media started picking up and you see like the ladies with the dudes yeah. and all this. I was like, I want some of that shit. Like, yeah, a, yeah. like a chick that I know is down for me, loyal, got my back type shit. So my mindset changed before I even met my wife. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I had yeah. I had potential wives before, but I don't know that my mindset had completely like changed. And it was just... I got sick of living life on repeat and I wanted a new chapter in my life. I wanted something that was exciting and new and uncharted, but I knew was available to me. So, you know, that was one of my thoughts when you asked the question. So, see, nope. I ain't blowing nothing out the water. <laughs> <laughs> and I can relate a little bit to that. Like you said, it's the whole thing of repeating. Um, when I moved from Kennesaw to downtown, it was mm. the whole thing of <laughs> access to more more chicks willing to come over, My stuff God. like that, rather than Kennesaw, 45 minutes away from the city. <laughs> yeah. And we, ah, that was not. <laughs> you were geographically undesirable. Yeah, exactly. yeah, right. But it's what I was like, moving close to the city, it was like constant women. But I think it changed around the time I met my wife. And it was one of those like, she actually brought, brought me out and made me think more. Like other chicks weren't making me think. It was just, oh, come over, let's watch TV, stuff like that. It was never the dating. With her, I think it clicked when when she told me to go to Piedmont Park and we having a picnic and throwing a football in the park. I was like, I ain't never did anything like that. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, so, she, she appealed to that side of it. Yeah. yeah. So it was one of those, like, <laughs> appealing to that. And then, like, also my sister asking me, what are you bringing to the table with her? I was like, I've never had my sister do that. And she ain't even met the girl. Right. So it was one of those, like, I think I turned off that whole phase and was like, let me see how I can be different. 
and how I can really be with a girl and be in a relationship wholeheartedly to her. And I think that's where it kind of changed of turning off that that whole phase. Nah, I mean, me and Josh are boys, so I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. We knew instantly. We was like, hold up, wait, you at a park? Like, what? Yeah. Picnic? And I posted it. It's like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, that's what I was He really liked this guy. No, exactly. Like, <laughs> no, bro, like, on, like, instantly. To we my was like, instant this, course change. This is different. <laughs> like, this is not the same. And so, I'm just, I'm just vouching for what the fuck he said. Like, that was instant. Oh, well, for me, my significant other, we talked when I was in college, right after I crossed Capitol. So mm. that wasn't going to work because I was, that <laughs> was like, no fine cutting up. But the thing was, is I always remembered how she treated me during that time. Like, she genuinely had my best interest. I just wasn't at a place to fully receive it and to give it back. But I also had been blessed with talking to a lot of great women. So I, I'm not one of those guys that had that story like all oh, these women crazy this and that. I mean I have other things where I say all oh, women do this and that, but <laughs> I'm not the guy that like oh man like she doing this she doing that. Nah, I've dated some great women. So I went through a situation where I kind of seen like it was it was some foul stuff that went down. I played my part in it, but it made me realize like yo Warren, every woman doesn't have your best interest. Every woman ain't gonna love you. So mm-hmm. during that time, you know, while I'm going through that, I was still out here, you know, hoeing it up. So she contacted me like randomly. Like I still had a note that she gave me from when we was talking. This is like four or five years later. Cause in my mind, after I went through that, you know, messed up situation, I was like, whoever I date, they have to treat me at minimum how this woman treated me. Like how I felt she like she was an archetype. Yeah, oh, like man. she yeah, she, she like, had she had my best interest. Now during that time, like I don't just throw a little tip in there. I did end up dating another woman who who also had my best interest, but you know, circumstances wouldn't allow us to date because I wasn't really to have certain responsibilities I wasn't ready for. So, but back to mine. So when she came around the second time, she, you know, she has her antennas up because she remembered how I was. But I promised myself if I ever got an opportunity with her again, I was gonna fight and cut off, you know, my lifestyle that I was living because I was still home before I met her. But when she came back, it was like, let let me do what I need to do. And she still You mean physically came back to the city or no, y'all no, started no, like back? that came like text me out of the blue. Okay, like okay. text me out of the blue and I was like, Oh, okay. Cause you know, I was gonna go see her, you know, just I had to make sure she ain't gained a lot of weight or nothing. You know, hey, I'm sorry, like I gotta be attracted to you to date you. So it was like I was gonna come over there if she was big and I told her this. If she was big, I was gonna be like, Hey, you know, I really appreciate you and then get on <laughs> But I was like, Oh no, nah, she's still she's still fine. Like, okay, I'm gonna go ahead and chill. So hey, my like, listeners, I'm gonna Thank tell you, you right now, my listeners are coming for you. I'm attracted to what I'm attracted to. I ain't knocking it. Like, yo, it's a bunch of beautiful big, somebody, somebody big women it. out there. Like, yes. but that's just not what I'm personally attracted to. But back to the story. <laughs> <laughs> but now, nah, like she and and she made me work to show her that I was a changed man and that I had her best interest. But <laughs> like to this day, like, she made me work harder than any other woman has before because you know i really hurt her and i had i had to wear that right. and i had to understand that you know i dug a hole for myself yeah, so about deep. To say you gotta get out yeah, of the hole yeah, but i was gonna hole. climb out that motherfucker because she's worth it and each day she proves me that she's worth all the drama that i went through you, and, and, asked and questioned myself uh she said that i she always felt a special way about me and i was always yeah, yeah the connection and once it going back to that honest thing like I, I ain't lie to her. I was right, up yeah. front was about up front, you know where yeah. I was. Yeah, and I like Stand even with up. mine. Like in the beginning of our relationship, I was telling her everything about my past, the yeah. majority of it, not everything, not a hundred percent, but I was telling her everything. So when she meet my friends finally, it wouldn't be one of those things like, oh, you. I'm glad Josh different now because back in the day he was. I didn't want her to be caught off guard with that. So in the beginning, I was telling her things just in case I see a girl out in Atlanta yeah. that I might have smashed. <laughs> I would be like, "Oh, I smashed her. This she and that." And she was Josh in the height of wholeness, boy. Yeah, like, and she was like, she took it, yo. Like, you know how women sometimes? Yeah. Not all women, but sometimes women have issues being able to get past our past. 
Yeah. And it, she, she, she was, was secured like, enough. Yeah, in I mean, it, once know. once he put it out there, she just was like, well, you know, he he gave it to me, so right. we're gonna we're gonna roll on it. And then she I, had a choice. Yeah, she, she had, had a choice. Yeah. And she and you gave her the option. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's the part yeah. that's important. And she she rocked with me since so. That's dope, man. He's like, yeah, we're going to go to this Popeye's over here by West End. <laughs> hey, man, but the girl at the drive-thru, it may be, <laughs> like, be a little awkward. <laughs> may be a little awkward. She, she, may, throw the food. Low. <laughs> she, she may keep our biscuit. Right. <laughs> I mean, look, for, for me, I'm going to keep it short and simple. My, my wife is literally the, the first woman to really just take care of me. Like, outside of my mom, I, and even when my mom, you know, when she was a single parent, I had to take care of everybody. I was taking yeah. care of my family, taking care of myself, and, you know, I had messed with a bunch of women, and none of them took care of me the way she took care of me. Yep. So that was mm, it for I, me. I told I you you were going to marry Brandon. No, you're right. You're right. And you were like, mm. what? I mean, yeah, you did. You <laughs> did say that. Now, this is a couple years before they did. No, yeah. no, I believe. No, I, I was like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it was like, it, you just, it just, it's on you. It's you, all over you. Yeah, you could just tell, and it, it after that, I mean, you know, well, I, I was telling y'all like there were some things she said, did. It was like, bro, this is some next level shit. This is some yeah. shit I never mm-hmm. even, you know, thought of. But she really was. She had my best interest in mind. Like you said, at the end of the day, it was like, look, I'm gonna make sure you straight. I'm like, shit, that's what I need. Right. You mm-hmm. know. So that that was that was. It seems like it's almost a similar outside dynamic. of Mikael. You yeah. know. You know, it's a similar dynamic. It's just like you know, somebody really got your back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Mikael, he's a monogam. He's a serial monogamous. Yeah, that, you know. But that, I mean, that's 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 a plus and a minus. There are plus and minus to that. Like you, sometimes you loyal to people that don't deserve it. True. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean. And that's yeah. how that's how I ended up. The times I could reference being hurt. Yeah. In a relationship is because I was I stuck around like too long. Yeah. Mm. You know, I was like, yo, we're in this relationship. You know what I mean? And I, ain't, you know, I ain't that nigga. You know, da 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 da. And that shit blew up in my face. Yeah. And I think. So some of my dynamic is because one of the questions I have for everybody is like, well, we talked about the archetype for the woman that you should have, but what what was your archetype for the man that you are becoming? You know what I mean? Because my my reference would have been my pops, and I was just determined not to be the whole yeah. he was. Yeah, and I'm so with that you. <laughs> so that's what made me hey. the serial monogamous. Like I was like, I ain't gonna be like that, nah. You, you, and you, you know, know what? what I, mean? I tried that. I, I tried to be the serial monogamous, but remember we we yeah. we talked about this in, <laughs> on another episode. It's like, man, look, I was getting mistreated out here, and I was like, fuck that. Yeah. Like, really, I, I I even I used to play in the band. I stopped playing in the band and it was like, fuck that. I'm playing football because the hoes like football. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> literally, I was like, man, where I come from, it, the hoes like the band. I mean, can, yeah. can I interject in that? Yeah, go ahead. Coming coming from Columbus and moving to Atlanta. When I first started like talking to women, I had multiple women tell me that you just too nice for me. Yeah, like because the yeah. thing was in, in the city back when I was there, if you wanted a bad one, you had to court her, you had to treat her with the utmost respect, like calling all that dates, whatever. But when I got here. It was kind of like the more you show the woman you were interested in her, the, the more she pulls was. you to the nah, side. Like, nah, I ain't, nah, I ain't trying right. to. Or, or kind of like I the think experience go, I had when she told me. Yeah, that we yeah, just yeah. Like, <laughs> but, but, but I also think that goes into an insecurity thing to whereas these women were treated so bad. Some of them didn't, you know, had a father in their life. That that was one of the things I saw a lot. Yeah. Some of them didn't have a father in their life, so they didn't even feel like they were deserving of, of that, that type of treatment. Right. And you made them feel awkward. Yeah, yeah. it's just like, you know what, what I mean? the fuck is this? Like, right. I, you know, I'm, I'm used to niggas cussing at me and yeah. you know coming at me sideways or whatever the case. Or oh, I could have just been a lame to him. No, but that, that I mean, that's what I'm saying. That, yeah. What that's makes you a lame? Yeah, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. You treat somebody like they they worth your time or they're worth your time. Like, think about what that shit sound like. It's lame to treat somebody like a human versus a piece of meat. Like what kind of cognitive distance yeah, yeah, yeah. But that comes from learning yeah. Yeah. But that's At, at that age yeah. And that's what they learn that's And that's that's what I'm saying Most of the shit that We talking about I said in the beginning Is like kind of how Society set it up Like you either gonna be a lame Because you mm-hmm. You know what I mean Speaking of learning Did we learn anything From our whole faces Like what did we learn Like what's, shit. No, what's that, the What's the, what's, I, What was your takeaway From your whole face Can I, can I go first on this Oh yeah you can go Um and this is a little personal, but what I learned from my whole phase was um, I had abandonment issues. 
So mm-hmm. my mom passed at eight years old, but she was dying of cancer for two. So when you were that young, yeah. they try to keep you away from seeing that yeah, stuff. Yeah, they don't want mm-hmm. you to see So a lot of lessons that, you know, people who grew up with women in their house, I didn't learn. So my dad, you know, heartbroken, whatever, like raising two boys, he trying to find women. So each woman he would bring into the house, I'm trying to gravitate to him because, you know, right. yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm yearning for that mother figure. Yeah, 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 I'm looking for that mother figure. So, you know, he swapping them in and out so but each time he's swapping them in and out it has an effect on me because it's like damn i'm trying to get close yeah, yeah. so as i grow up it's kind of like bro i'm not i'm not getting too close to him like because they come and go yeah, yeah like even my high school girlfriend um i thought she she went to play uh like you know old high school sweetheart type stuff yeah so i thought she she played in the WNBA, but i thought she was getting a scholarship to go to georgia tech i was gonna go to kennesaw so I'm like, you know, at at that point, I'm like, okay, I'm ready to date, you know, take a chance. Five days later, she going to University of Connecticut. It's like, damn, like when I put myself out there, since you know, same experience, you know, yeah, same experience. Yeah. and it's like, but in your mind, you losing women, but it ain't your fault. Right, so yeah. deep down mm-hmm. inside, you're feeling for a long period. No matter what I do, they're gonna end up leaving. I'm gonna tell you so, man, because you made me think about something. I, I just gotta say it like every relationship is gonna have a tragic end. Think yes. about that. Every relationship, no matter even the relationship I have with you, is gonna have a tragic end. Yeah. One of us is gonna leave here. Yeah. And it's gonna hurt the other one. Every relationship has a tragic end. And I think never thought about it that way. Yeah, nah, uh, yeah. See, I told you I learned something. <laughs> <from> <laughs> hey, hey, man. But it, I'm trying to. It was. It was a. It was a quote from. I, I I didn't author it, but when I read it, it was profound because it's true. Yeah. No matter how much you love or care for somebody, every relationship you're gonna be hurt. And for me, what that quote means is that you should surround yourself with people that are quality, so that you can have at least a quality experience in this life. Because you don't know who's gonna go first. You know what I mean? But make sure that any exchange or any time that we spend together is one that I mean, this is memorable for me. Yeah. yeah. This sit down, this conversation. I'd be able to refer to it at any moment. Yep. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or now and point to it on the internet. But yeah. Yeah. but but more so it's just that understanding that and accepting that you could either straight you can either run away from relationships because you just don't want to deal with the pain, or it makes you embrace the relationships that you have even closer because you realize that, you know, at some point this is gonna be over. Mm-hmm. And I just I just push that into every experience with my kids i'm trying to do it with my wife i say trying yeah. because you you still got a whole dynamic yeah. mm-hmm. that you're dealing with when you deal with another person and with my friends and and the family that i still have it's like it's just important to realize that like you learned that lesson at a at a stage in your life where it was hard to kind of process it the way we're talking about it right now yeah. you know kids at eight my my kids are seven they ain't thinking like that no nah. my when my son had to go to the hospital the other day uh, the only thing my daughter could think about it was, who am I gonna play with? Oh, I'm like, well, what about your brother? You don't, you don't want him to get better. You don't want him to be she was okay. like, yeah, I want him to get better, but I'm worried about who I'm gonna play with too. Yeah. Oh, I was like, well, God. I guess you could do both, right? yeah, you know. But I mean, but that's that's the stage of the, processing that that they're the end, at, that yeah. you yeah. were at, and so it's understandable. But it's like, man, that yeah, I mean that yeah. that, no. that led to as y'all say you know y'all talking about me being real myself or me being honest yeah because you know losing a parent at an early age you realize man this shit ain't promised yeah, like none of yeah. it and it's like i want you to know where i stand before you leave like me and my brother i told him earlier me and my brother ain't talking right now because you know some shit with my dad because mm-hmm. i'm building that relationship back but you know and he feels some type of way about it but last time we spoke I said, bro, I love you. If there's anything you need from me, I'm here. Right. But we just can't fuck with each other because two men disagree about something. Right. But you always gonna know where I stand, and you always gonna hear me say I love you. Like I was that drunk guy that would tell you, like, hey, I love you. I love you. I love you, man. I've been talking too much. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, man. That's some real shit. That's some real shit. Saying that your some of your whole phase came from your abandonment issues. That's like that's that to me. I was saying like, wow. I didn't, I ain't think about that shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and and you know I I see your abandonment issues, and I I, I raise you my dominance issues. I always yeah. said 
my thing is I want to dominate. Like right. I, you know, I didn't have a father, so it's like I want to. I saw like masculinity in, as as a part of dominating women. It's yeah. like you learn like, hey man, he's you you get it's the, it's about who can get all the girls. Right. Yeah. And so for me, it's just like, well, shit. If it's a competition, I want to win. Yeah. You know, well, and so you, you know, what I'm saying? So <laughs> I, I want to win. I want I want these women out here to be able to be talking about me like, hey, right. you know, nigga saying Your whole facts. Yeah, in a good way, though. Hey, pull the whole facts. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you know, I still be, I still beat. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I still beat though. <laughs> Talk all that shit you want. <laughs> But what I'm saying is that for mine, it was just a dominance fact. It's like, look, man, I I feel bad about, you know, my situation, and that make me feel good. And I want to dominate, and and it, for me, it's like, that's how I'm showing people I'm I'm a man. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, you know, feelings and all that didn't really matter to me. It was like, at the end of the day, I was real. You know, because yeah. most of the people I, I fuck with still can yeah. call on the phone. And, and, yeah, yeah. They liking my pictures on Instagram. I love all y'all, by the way. Y'all, you know, I love people. Of course. You know, but at the same time, it's just like, you know, it is what it is. We're going through what we were going through. So that that's my that's my takeaway. I learned that. I was like, right. man, you know, I don't need to do that to feel better yeah. about myself. You know? Uh, I'd probably say mine was communication and trust issues. Because when my parents split, it was during that time of sixth, seventh grade, my parents split. So I kind of had trust issues with my dad and him leaving and starting a whole new family and moving away and leaving my mom. But it was one of those things like I've always been one of those to trust someone until they fuck me over. So then it started to be like, okay, I trust my dad. He fucked me over. So I have no love for anybody. Mm. So I think that started to pass on through all the women that I started to mess with or date. I'm like, let me go ahead and treat them bad or do them however before they even get to the relationship, before they can fuck me over. But it was also because I didn't have my dad around to show me what communication looks like with my mom. I didn't know how to communicate with them that this is not what I want in terms of relationship. Or this is, I'm done with you. Let me move on to the next chick and show you that I'm done with you. So I think it was one of those, like, I learned with my relationship now that I have to have trust, but also communication. In order for things to work, I can relate to that because that's that's kind of what I learned about it. Like for me, I'll be honest with you, like dudes like Warren were like superheroes to me. Growing up, like like it's because I was trying not to be like my dad, but then I get hurt like a motherfucker. Yeah, and then my dad'd be like, "You shouldn't have your nose so open <laughs> over these guns," you know. What I mean? Like and so then I he would that message would hang in my ear, and then that's when I would slip into the hole. Yeah, yeah. Mm. because. That's what I was taught to do. Yeah. I was rejecting my teaching until yeah. it until it failed me. And yeah. then I was like, well, you know what? Warren don't like he hurt at all. You know, it, it'll be the <laughs> yeah, Warren yeah. type. And I'd be like, fuck, I'm going to be like that nigga. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it's we look at the men or the relationships around our lives. And while we may try to learn from their mistakes, how often do we end up doing the same shit mm-hmm. yeah. that they did to us or that we, we did so to the women? Yeah. Because we think about it so much, you kind of manifest the yeah. behavior because it's in the front of our minds instead of just like really assessing that shit because I'm more than my dick. You know what I mean? I, I'm I'm supposed to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, but yet that has become the, the feature of what I am in society, especially in American society. Yeah, men, black men black are sexualized men, so yeah, much. Ridiculous. Especially in, in here in Atlanta. Yeah, I'm, I'm just talking about, yeah. bro, I mean. It, yeah, bro, it, it, it's, in, in Portland, yeah. in, in California, it don't matter. Washington, England, Seattle, it don't matter. Yeah. It don't matter. It does not matter. It does not matter. Like, we, trust we, me, we I was, <laughs> when I was in Portland, only black nigga out there, I, I, I mean, I'm talking about white women was just like. <laughs> yeah, like, they, yeah. I mean, eyes open. Because the thing about it is like, they're like 1% black. Yeah, or less than one percent black, and so you literally in the grocery store, and people are looking at you like you're, you know, some type of god. Yeah, they see like Bigfoot. Yeah, it's like, but it's it's it's, yeah. it's it's just a fetish. It's just, it's like, just a fetish. Yeah, it's just we like, are a fetish, and so therefore, when we have a, a I guess I don't want hypersexual behavior, we're fulfilling, we're manifest destiny at that point. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And it's like it's amazing. We got four different men that have four different reasons. But yet we have the same concept of topic. Yeah. You did what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And how that shit just plays out. But for me, it literally was me rejecting my dad, me embracing my dad. 
Yeah. When I just, you know, I used to say, I used to, when women, men are dogs. I was like, you got damn right, we dogs, but we were puppies. Yeah. And and how you raise that puppy? Because dogs Ooh, can be the most loyal shit. animal on oh, the planet. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know. And how did you raise them? Did you raise them huh? rough? Did you treat them right? Did you love on them? If you love on a puppy, that's the most loyal animal that you have. But if you mistreat one, that motherfucker will bite you, run the streets, and the next fuck girl all take the other it. dogs, and, yeah. the, and he'll move to the next house, and you be like, "Where the fuck is my dog?" Yeah, and you see somebody walking them. Like it's it literally is. And I'm not Basically. saying <laughs> I'm not saying that that women are the reason why we hoes. I'm saying that we have the potential to be the most powerful beings in our community if we're protected. And in each story, I didn't hear any protection of the kids. I always tell you this. Yeah. The number one job for a man is to protect children. This was a dope-ass conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm just being honest, man, because the thing about it is, you know, we, we talked about hoeing, and then we talked about, you know, we, you know why we hold, and then, like, just seeing the different dynamics of yeah. where where that came from or where, or not just, you know, because, of course, there's other factors that, yeah. that, that contribute to it, but... Just seeing that, you know, it's not, you can learn something from it. Right. You know, it, there is some, I mean, I'm not saying there's a benefit to hoeing, but literally, there is. you know. Yeah. There I mean, is. there's a tactical Cause, cause benefit it feels to good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not going to lie, it feels good. I mean, I mean, there's, there's, there's a chemistry behind it. Exactly. There's, 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 there's something there's behind it. There's a chemical behind reaction think, behind it. I think that's dope as fuck, man. And look, like, we, I don't know, y'all know this, but we've been talking an hour. Damn. A whole Damn, fucking hour. Yeah, it don't feel like it, I'm sure. But... We got to rap. We got to rap. So I want everybody to take give, give your takeaways on the conversation. With me, I would say, I wouldn't say I'm proud of my hoeing phase, but I'm happy that I had it because I wouldn't be at the point I'm at now and learn so much about my past as a younger person because of it. I, shit. I, I'm proud of my hoeing phase. <laughs> I mean, I ain't going to lie to you. You did some major shit. shit. I, I smashed some major bitches. Like, you know. <laughs> Cats, cat, for, for that for that person I was at that time and what I looked at as respect hey. and being a man, I was the fucking man and I'm gonna stand on that. Yeah. Like my girl get mad at me to this day because <laughs> hey, she be like, "Yo, I was that baby. I was that guy." You were practicing for her. I, I I stopped that life because I loved you this much. Yeah. And also to that though, on retrospect, like. Sorry, my apologies. Getting pussy is easy, man. So, but being in a relationship, <laughs> get being in a relationship and making that work with your partner for that loved one and sacrificing oh, that's no. real motherfucking work. It is. All right, we yeah. live in the city of Atlanta. It's plenty of women out 80, here. Eighty thousand single like, black women. Yeah, yeah, Ooh, just, just like black. Yeah, and just like these dudes out here, like making it work with your dude. That's hard work. Getting some dick from a guy ain't nothing because yeah, we gonna easy. take it. Yeah, making a relationship and sacrificing that's the real hard work. Yep. I mean, I guess if I had to reflect on something that I'm proud of, I get if I pulled out a photographic list of the women that I've been with, I would probably be the most popular nigga in America. Cause all of them were bad as fuck. And it was me. So I'm, I'm saying that hey. to say I I, I believe I, it. I, I, have heard not, I, <laughs> I ain't never smashed or been with somebody that I wouldn't be cool or proud to be in public with. Like because I've <laughs> <laughs> I, I have I've I've hung out with people and I've seen some of their work, you know, and I'd be like <laughs> Ooh, you judge me, <laughs> and I would just be like some somebody, somebody for everybody. I, so if I'm gonna be proud of anything, is that I I do agree with with Josh that all those experiences help make me the man I am today and set me up to be the man that I'm gonna be tomorrow, because um, I can reflect on them mm -hmm. and learn from them. So that's my takeaway: is that you know, while we have walked in similar shoes. Uh, we each have our unique experiences, and I, I appreciate all y'all stories because they I can relate to them, I can learn from them, and uh, that's that's it. That's all I really yeah. can do. It ain't that's your dick, not yeah. mine, right? Yeah, no, right. <laughs> can I say one last thing? Yes, I just yeah. want to thank you, brothers, for having me. Hey, like, hey, I really man. appreciate hey, that, man. Hey, man, look, I thank y'all for coming. Hey, Amen. And, and with with you saying that, I want to make make sure I make it clear the growth I've seen at this table. 
alone. Alone. Yeah. Let's you, it let's expands know. larger yeah, than this table. Because if you're listening, you know who we talking about. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It goes it goes way further than this table. But the growth that I've seen at this table, man, is, is tremendous, man. And it's good to see. And it's refreshing. And for and for y'all women out there, and for y'all men out there that, that are thinking that the change can't come and you can't you know, you can't grow and then you, there's, there's it's tough out here or whatever the case yeah. may be. There are dudes out here that are reformed hoes Bruh. for real. Yeah. yeah. Hashtag reformed hoes. Yeah. yeah. And listen, I was about to say, like, this is just proof that hoeing can be reformed. Yeah. Like, it ain't, you ain't got to be destined to be this way or be that way for life. Like, I used, what was the shit? You can't make a whole housewife? Yeah, yeah. I disagree with that. I disagree. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. There's a lot you know of mess housewives. Yeah. There's a lot of mess housewives. <laughs> and they clean good and they uh-huh. cook good. And, and they, they take husbands too. And they fucking yeah. <laughs> good. Like, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, I'm saying. They do it, they, they do it all, man. Put and, that shit down. And with that being <laughs> you had something like Bro, yeah, because literally just Friday, I had someone come to tell me when I was out that I gave him, I gave him hope because he saw me during my wild days. And said that he never thought I would have settled down at this age. Hey. So he was like, "Are you talking about who? I think you're talking about." No, oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, like, no, no they're still out there. There's somebody that's no hope. They're still out there home. But he said it gave him hope, and that he knows that he can be monogamous with his girlfriend because I settled down after my ways of the past. Yeah. So I was like proud about it. We ended up buying shots because of it. But it was like <laughs> good to know. <laughs> Progression, baby. You got you got to, man. You but it felt celebrate. good. It felt good. Yes, man. You better tell him next time you talk to him, man. You had to go through that to, to get, get to this. Yeah, right. And it just is what it is, man. Hey, look, I appreciate y'all for coming on the show. We gotta do Thank this you. again. Appreciate it. Hey, we definitely will. have to do Amen. this again. Hey, and, and if y'all are listening, man, hit us up on on Facebook, you good bro podcast, Instagram, you good bro podcast, Twitter, YG Bro Podcast. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Google, and Google, Spotify, wherever you listen to it, and hit us with five stars. We really, really appreciate you, man. I am Sam Duke, and I'm good. Hey, I'm Tim McKell, and I'm good. I'm Warren Pettis, and I'm good. I'm Ryan Joshua, and I'm good. <laughs> 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 Just like that, we out, man. Thank y'all. Peace. Peace.